Welcome everybody to episode one of Brusha, which is the name of our podcast. Um, this is a uh, new project that we're starting. It's the first episode, and we're gonna sort of play by ear and just see what what happens. But the idea is we're just gonna sort of talk about things that are interesting to us, like pop culture topics and like social issues and things like that. If you don't know, my name is Kevin, and I'm here with Chad. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today, Chad? Doing fantastic, Kev. And yourself? <laughs> I am awesome. All right. Um, I just wanted to sort of give a little bit of uh, an idea of what the podcast is going to be like. Basically, like I said, we're just going to sort of talk about different topics and stuff. But I wanted to uh, emphasize that it's going to be a little bit different than the normal Q&A live streams. Like, we're not going to just sort of, like, read the chat and react to the chat. Um, but we do, we do want you guys to um, participate uh, in the conversation but if you are not on topic then we probably won't uh, respond to you <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's sort of the idea behind this but and, and like I said we'll play it by ear we'll see what happens maybe we'll change some things around and yeah the plan is to do it weekly like every week I will keep you guys up to date just pay attention to the social media and all of that good stuff. So one of the things that we wanted to do is we is we're gonna start every podcast by talking about or discussing something that we've watched recently, like a movie or maybe a show or a documentary or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, Chad recommended that I watch this documentary on Netflix called "Sexy Baby." I don't, did you watch it? I don't even... I did not. The original plan was to watch The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah, yeah. We flaked. Then we flaked again. I think that'll be a reoccurring pattern here. Yeah. But anyway, I watched the documentary, so I'm going to talk about it. And we can, <laughs> we can go from there. Sexy Baby is a documentary that follows... It like follows these three different um, women. Well, one of them is a child, but follows three different women for like a few years it was kind of weird because it was over the uh the timeline of like three years and one of them was just this like 12 year old jewish kid and then another one was this ex-porn star who was trying to have a baby with her husband and then the third one was this 22 year old woman that wanted to have a uh, surgery done on her labia because she thought that they were too big. The The idea behind the documentary is sort of how pop culture affects women's self-esteem and how they imagine themselves. And I guess we can just go off of that sort of thing because the 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 most, probably the most interesting part was the little girl because you kind of watch this little girl go from being a preteen to a teenager and her parents were basically just like freaking out the whole time because she's like starting to like talk to boys and all all this junk and she's also trying to be a model isn't that correct or at least doing modeling projects the yeah it was something like that she mm-hmm. she wanted to be an actor and things like that but mm-hmm. At the same time, she also just kind of wanted to be like a regular teenager and 
to some extent I was a little bit annoyed just because it was like this little teenage girl and I'm like I don't care you know <laughs> but and I, I the documentary to me like wasn't even that great because it sort of it it's just like okay the media affects women it's like a doy I think it's important just for the simple fact that it's something that kind of needs to be thrown up there. Um, I don't think that they've really done uh, many documentaries that follow a span from a preteen to a teenager and showing the development they go through and and showing how it affects everyone around them and, you know, kind of growing up fast with unattainable goals being inundated upon you right um i think it's a i don't you say it wasn't that good and i'm i'm pretty sure you're probably right however i think it's also important that it was done for that specific reason right and i mean and it was kind of interesting just sort of seeing it because it's like I, I i think i would say that well it's definitely from a female point of view because all mm-hmm. of the main people were females and I, i'm always interested to see things from a female point of view because I don't have a female point of view. Like, when I first saw it, like, when it was first coming on, I thought that it was going to be, like, sort of, like, anti-sex positive. Like, I felt like it was going to, like, shame women for, like, for being sex positive, basically. Sure. Which I don't, like, I don't agree with that at all. But it didn't really Mm -hmm. do that. It got got more uh, nuanced as it went on. Because, like, one of the uh, main people in the documentary was a porn star, or, like, someone who was a porn star. Mm-hmm. And one of the major themes of the documentary was, draw, like, where's the line between sex positivity and owning your sexuality while, while at the same time not becoming an object, basically? Sure. That, and that's a, I think that's an interesting question that is more complicated than it seems what where is that line because one of the things that the that the lady who was a porn star was saying was like like they like she's she mentioned that she hated the the girls gone wild type stuff mm-hmm. because it's not like women owning their bodies it's like creepy dudes walking around with cameras <laughs> going like hey let me see let me see mm-hmm. and that was sort of the distinction she made um which is cool but at the same time, there are people who enjoy being on the opposite end of that. I, I assume, at least. Like, there are people mm-hmm. who enjoy being more submissive. Mm-hmm. There are people who enjoy, you know, other people. But see, uh, I mean, I understand the argument. Uh, the whole girls going wild thing, it's not, it's not a, a, a sexuality type thing. I mean... Even though girls are running around flashing and everything, it's it's not about being submissive or dominant. It's just about uh, kind of group peer pressure, as it were. Right. Yeah. And I I, I sort of agree with that. Like, and I I mean I agree I agree with the point about girls gone wild. Like that I don't know that whole thing is really creepy mm. to me, <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable when I see it. <laughs> to be honest. And this is, like, I have no issues with porn. Well, I mean, I have issues with porn, but the, the concept of porn... I have big issues with porn. ...is fine, like, if executed properly. 
but that type of porn is just really creepy to me like oh, yeah. i don't i don't know how to feel about it but at the same time I, and i don't know like i've heard a lot of creepy things about specifically girls going wild mm. like the guy who started that is like this fucking yeah he's a terrible person yeah he's like I'm not a criminal sure if, and shit yeah i'm not sure if he's still in jail but he was in jail for a while right so that particular franchise has its own issues but the issue of like you know but if we're talking voyeurism itself yeah exactly like there's I, 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 there's nothing wrong with it because there's people who are exhibitionists and there are people that like to watch exactly and there's nothing and if you can find a healthy balance of that there's nothing wrong with it and see that and that's why i sort of appreciated the perspective of the ex-porn star because that i mean that industry just has so many like shady aspects to it like i've heard like a lot of people who run porn studios or like literal mobsters and shit like that like it's uh i will say that it is uh if you do research on it and watch some documentaries about it it has gotten uh because it's become a billion dollar industry yeah it has become more watchdog and more uh more rules and regulations have been set on it you can't shoot porn in alabama like not at all? No, you have to go to Georgia or Florida for it. And in some parts of Florida, you can't do it at all. The mafia, I'm sure, has their fingers in it. <laughs> um, but most, most legit studios are under guidelines and everything. Right. It really mostly has to do... But how many... I mean, with the internet now, like, yeah, the you don't am- even have to be legit. It's true. The <laughs> amateur porn is where it's at these days, and... Those guys are not as regulated as yeah. most studios are. It's, it's I'm not saying it's a good business at all, but <laughs> at the same time, nothing is. Right. I, I mean, the porn industry, at least you know what you're getting into. Like the music industry and acting and all that. Right. Those are disgusting, disgusting people. <laughs> well, okay, so Doomfan asks, what are your issues with porn? It's it's one of those things where like like you're saying like it needs to be regulated and people it, they need to be um be held accountable for themselves mm-hmm. the people who run these things the people who participate need to be safe and things like that and I there's that aspect of it and then there's actually what's depicted in porn which like I said everybody has their own little interests and fetish and stuff that's fine but like there are certain things that I think borders on not fine I don't know. Like, for example, rape isn't cool. Like, and there's, to me, there's way too much porn (laughs) that basically depicts rape. Now, it's fantasy, it's fake, but at the same time, it makes me very uncomfortable. Do you know that there are a ton of couples out there that uh, play out rape fantasies every night? Yeah, I understand that, but we we need, uh, there's a point where something becomes so normalized that it, it may th- people may think that that's how sex works. Mm. And I think, and I, I mean, I don't, I don't ever want to get into that point where people are like, where you say like, oh, you watch something and then it turns you yeah. into a bad person or whatever. Uh, However, like, I'm, like, if you're talking about like fucking little kids, little boys growing up watching porn, and they see, like, you know, this woman getting destroyed by, like, eight dudes. 
and they're like, okay, that's that's how that's cool. Like, I don't know. It gets weird. It's like any other thing. Um, it's how you take to it. If you've grown up watching porn and you get into a bunch of freaky stuff, it becomes an addiction, just like your video game addiction. Or smoking yeah. cigarettes or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, definitely. Porn addiction is definitely legit. Some of you may have heard of the uh, No Fap movement, which has a kind of a weird name, but it's like basically a group of mostly men that have pledged to stop masturbating because they felt like it was ruining their lives and they were addicted to it. And I've read a lot of, of stories about people who, like, literally their lives were enhanced um good for them because they stopped watching porn and stopped masturbating um so it, it can definitely be an addiction but that's not to say that it's bad for everybody like some things are just bad for certain people like some people can't drink alcohol without turning into like a literal evil person and so those people just need to stop drinking so yeah, same thing with porn are there people out there that have been inundated by scary movies and watched horror movies their whole life and mass killings and whatever did they grow up you know messed up in the head sure <laughs> i can guarantee it right but i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm for you know uh, yeah for restrictions on it yeah or anything I, and like that's that. now as far as safety is concerned with porn actresses and rules and regulations and guidelines for that Mm-hmm. Yes, totally, totally. I'm right. Totally yeah, fine. and I, I don't think I would, I don't think I would suggest imposing restrictions like you can't make rape porn anymore. Mm-hmm. This is just my. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Understood. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't watch Asian porn because it's almost all rape, and it's like <laughs> that's I don't. That's weird to me, dude. But I don't. I I don't. Uh, like I said, everyone has their certain thing. Like you, big American man. In <laughs> in porn, like I can't enjoy porn if it doesn't look like everyone involved is having fun. I can't get into it. Like I just feel weird about it. I feel really weird about. I didn't used to be like this, but nowadays I feel really weird about that barely legal type porn shit. I feel. I, but you know, it, it's a fantasy. I understand. It's it's not real, but you know. I kind of wonder, but it. Uh, the problem is the fact that it's not real doesn't change the aspect of what they're doing, of dressing down young girls to even a younger looking age, to make that sexy. And I will agree with you on that 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 does damage ultimately because it's done damage in uh, in all other aspects. I still love Ariana Grande though. <laughs> oh yeah, we've. <laughs> We've been talking about Ariana Grande. Is it Ariana? I think it's Ariana. But anyway, she's very conflict because she's like I think she's like twenty two years old or something, twenty three. So she's a woman. She's a grown woman. But and sometimes she looks like a grown woman, and other times she looks like she's twelve years old. And it's like, am I allowed to be attracted to her because she kind of looks like a little girl most of the time? <laughs> Chad Smith asks, "What age do you think porn is healthy to watch?" I mean, I personally, and no one's going to follow this, but personally, I think porn should only be watched by adults. I mean, that's what it's made for. Um, Let's let's be honest. Of course, that's like never going to happen. But I mean, if you're lucky enough to find someone, you're 13. 
go at it, man. It's look, it's restricted just as much as it can be, even more so than alcohol and cigarettes are. To, yeah. It's harder to get pornography than it is to get alcohol and cigarettes if you're underage. Um, so I can't fault, I can't fault pornographers for that. They've they've restricted it as much as they possibly can from children. As far as healthy is concerned. I don't, it's a, I, mean, I don't. I mean, that's a, that's a relative term. Yeah, like there there are fifty year old men who shouldn't be watching porn. <laughs> I I don't think it's for kids, and I don't think it's good for kids to watch it. Just like I don't think kids should be watching, you know, like R rated action movies either. Um, it's just not for kids. Somebody just wrote, uh, kids should learn about sex and stuff in school before they start watching porn. I don't agree with that either. I wish that people would stop leaving issues up to the school to take care of and get your children educated. People, I think you should be educated by people who know what they're talking about and your parents may not know what they're talking about or not be willing to. Agreed. And what's the answer in that situation? The parents need to get educated on it. So they can educate their kids. Yeah, but I think adult parents are going to be less receptive to being educated than children are. Mm-hmm. I think it should be taught in school. I, I actually agree no, with I that do point. believe it should be taught in school. Absolutely. I just don't. I, I don't. I think if honestly, I think I'd be more okay with like younger kids watching porn if they were at the same time being properly educated about sex and stuff. Um. Yeah, but when were you pro- properly educated in school about sex? I mean, I... 11th grade, 10th grade, 9th grade? Yeah, but and it should start before that. Yeah, we it were... start as like, soon as you... It started in 6th grade, I'm sure. 7th grade. Yeah. And, I mean, we live in Alabama. We don't have the best education. I think I actually got a decent sex education in school, but uh, the Bible Belt is not great about that. <laughs> um, and that's a problem that needs to be fixed, to be honest. It's pretty cool that uh, first first episode is long discussion about porn. That's a good. Mm. That's a good start. We're talking about kids and sex, and that actually because that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was this whole like transgender thing. Because a lot of people, um, and I kind of at the same time I kind of don't want to talk about it because to me it's like really stupid. But a lot of people are like really afraid of trans transgender people going in the bathroom and like preying on their kids and things like that well the fact that is is it is stupid the even worse part about it is is that they passed a law to do something so if you know what i'm talking about which you probably do but anyway i, I believe north carolina was a state that just passed they passed a law that overturned a previous law or something like that or they or there they was... they ruled to overturn a previous law which did among other things um allowed transgender people to use their preferred bathroom basically and now they you have to use the bathroom that you were born with the gender you were born with so even if you've had a sex change or whatever you still have to use the bathroom of the gender that you were born born with right or yeah or and you know there's there's a lot of uh, photos of people you know who've completely transitioned and by as far as anyone who was just looking, they'd be like, okay, that's a man. You wouldn't, if you saw that person in the woman's bathroom, you'd probably freak out. But I don't know. The whole bathroom thing, 
is just really arbitrary to begin with because I feel like, first of all, there are almost no, if not completely zero, cases of a person like pretending to be transgender or being transgender transgender and using that to prey on someone in a bathroom like and second of all that doesn't even happen against like people who aren't transgender like how often does do people just go into the other bathroom and like sexually assault people like does that even happen at all i mean i'm sure it happens but not a lot is what i'm saying I want to know who the motherfucker is that's in the bathroom just hanging out with their kids in Walmart. <laughs> and that's another thing. If you, first of all, I, I'm just as afraid of, like, if I have a, a, a son, like a young son, I'd be just afraid, as afraid of the dudes in the men's bathroom. Yes. Just, just don't leave your kids alone in the bathroom if, if you're scared of someone. Like, it's not a transgender issue. It's, you know, it's you not taking care of your kid issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, you've been, there have been gays, trans, transgender, lesbians in people's bathrooms for years. You've been beside them sure. in bathrooms for over years. Yeah. See, and this is why it's kind of, this is why I said I don't really, it, I kind of feel stupid when I talk about it because I feel like everybody who is an honest person understands that this is dumb. Yes. And it's it's infuriating because really all it is is politicians riling people up to to advance their political agenda. Like they don't give a shit, really. No, they don't. But there are some stupid right wing Christian voters <laughs> that uh, like they fucking like think the gays are gonna come and take their um, babies away. Like Target ha- announced recently that. Transgender people are, you know, free to use whatever bathroom they want. And they started, a, or they signed a boycott, or they made mm-hmm. a boycott, a petition. It's got like 500,000 signatures on it. Like, there's that many people. And it's so crazy. You know, you know something is dumb when even Donald Trump says it's dumb. Because mm. you just, at this point, you just kind of assume that everything Donald Trump says is going to be ridiculous. But he actually is in favor of letting transgender people use their own or use yeah use their preferred bathroom this is how this is how much they don't care i actually like kept this page up uh the okay it was this i think it was a legislator or some guy what's his Mm -hmm. name uh talking about the target thing um yeah texas representative lewis gomert or whatever uh was the guy who spearheaded the boycott and he he said okay this is a quote from him. It's already been shown. You give guys the chance to say, I'm transgender, and I get to go in and film a girl in the shower. There are people that do that. I mean, not really. Anyway, <laughs> he said, why not let the transgender LGBTQRST, whatever the initials are, let, let them have their activities where they don't impose on the privacy of someone who wants to go to the restroom. And this is, it's like so thinly veiled bigotry that it's like, it's like, why do you even, you just come out and say, like, I think they're weird. Yes. Like, just that, I would appreciate. I hate things that are different than me. I would appreciate that more if you just came out and say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, the, the trans issue is, I think it's worth discussing. It's a, it's a interesting topic. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, 
you've got to let people identify how they want to identify it. But well, look, I I believe everybody. I mean, uh, civil rights, human rights, everybody deserves them, no matter who you are. And this just uh, when I see like things like this, I'm always like, this is just like a distraction to get your attention away from something bigger. See, I I think it's just a you know it's election season i think people are just trying to rile up their base um and you know they i watched a panel with like chris wallace on fox news or something where they were even discussing like is this a good issue for republicans right now like is this helping them because sometimes these kinds of social issues do help I mean, you know, even if it's like a, what for votes, just for votes, yeah, for votes, I guess, yeah, but that's what they want. Uh, that's the only that reason doesn't, that doesn't justify. Anything. No, I'm not saying it's justified. It's, I think it's reprehensible, but and, and I think that's part of why it makes me feel stupid to talk about it because to me it's yeah. a, so overtly obvious that that's what's happening. But we still have to push back against it, or else we just legitimize them. So this is actually interesting. No. Um, no, yeah, it's not. Pedophilia as a sexual orientation. A lot, I've, I've heard people may make that argument as opposed to a mental illness. It's a mental illness. And it's hard to talk about certain things like this because it's just like really controversial and people res- respond emotionally. I don't think of, I don't, I don't know if I agree that it's a sexual orientation though. It's not a sexual orientation, but it might not necessarily be a mental illness. It's a fetish that you're into, and it's what you're attracted to. See, but there are people, and that's the, there are and people that would disagree with that. What do you mean? There are people that would say it's not a fetish. It's like literally, there are people that literally have an interest in forming relationships with children. Like, I guess what I would well, say I mean, is, even if it is what, an orientation, it's still word, it's still not moral. Like, even if it is your orientation, it's still bad. Yeah. Um, it's uh, not yeah, a thing you should. You do. know what? Fuck it. It is a sexual orientation. It's still fucking wrong. <laughs> Don't fucking. I do mean, it. you could. I guess you you can twist the definition of a sexual orientation as much as you like. But at the end of the day, what you're doing is not good. Because that's a yeah, child. I, I still want you to die <laughs> at the end of the day. And the thing about it is, the, and when we talk about mental illness, we have to be like really careful when we talk about mental illness because. When you say, oh, that's a mental illness, to me, like someone with a mental illness deserves pity and help. Um, so there's a line between, oh, that person has a mental illness and that's just a bad person that mm-hmm. needs to be like destroyed. And we got to figure out, does that cross over or is there like a clear line between that? Because it's sort of like the whenever someone goes on like a shooting spree or something, like everyone always brings up mental illness. And... Uh, well- Honestly, there's probably something to that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny it. I, it, it does not negate what you did, but it does take some consideration. Yeah, for yeah, it. For uh, sure. However, with that being said, most pedophiles will have some sort of remorse for what they've done afterwards. They may, they may not. Uh, feel what they're doing is wrong, but they still have some sort of guilt most of the time. They're not right. just out in public like, yeah, I'm a pedophile, what's up? 
But yeah, but at the same time, there's so if you honestly know something is wrong, but you feel like oh, I just can't help myself. Fuck that! You can put a gun in your mouth and blow <laughs> the back of your fucking head off. I'm sure there are a lot of people. I mean, pedophilia is kind of an extreme thing, but there are. Everyone has fucked up urges. I I assume, but you don't act on them because you know they're fucked up. Um, and you know there there has to be people that have those kinds of urges. That's like okay, never doing that because that's bad, and I know that's bad. But there, I mean, there are organizations like I think Nambla is the name of one. I don't, that, I don't uh, know if that's real or not. Is it? I think it is. Uh, I haven't looked it up in a while, but I thought that was something South Park fucking made up. But... No, yeah, no, that's a real thing. Um, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there, but there are people who argue for the legitimacy of. I don't even think they like the term pedophilia, but I don't uh, give a fuck what they like. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think that is that's something somewhat different. I think that's something, but it's something that just goes across almost all cultures as far as uh, molesting children. It's bad in almost every culture. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, it's like fundamentally wrong on any, by any standard you could yes. set. It's a, it's a child. Now, although in some third world countries... Or even as far back as our country, less than 100 years ago, people were getting married at 14 and 15 years old and having children, and still do occasionally, but they're not fucking babies. Right. The, yeah, and that's, that's what I was going to say is the difference. There's a difference between, it's still bad, but there's a difference between sexualizing, like, teenage girl and well a, like a fucking toddler or like i'd say a fucking... over a hundred years ago it was more common just because life expectancy was young you lived faster back then it's just a common fact that's why ariana grande worries me <laughs> she don't worry me <laughs> it's even it's still creepy anyway like because i'm 30 and like a 21 year old is like borderline creepy to me to me, like, it's, it's not all the way creepy, but it's like, you and I are just completely not on the same page in any way. So, I'm gonna be one way. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, Prince died. Oh, yeah. You like Prince? I enjoy Prince. Uh, I've been a big fan. Long time. Uh, I, it took me a while to come along on Prince because my ex-girlfriend was super, super into Prince, like obsessed le obsessive level mm -hmm. into Prince. And you know how you do, you do that thing where you sort of associate things with your ex, mm -hmm. so you just refuse to like them? Sure. Uh, and that's how it was with Prince. It took me like a few years after breaking up with this girl to come around and be like, okay, Prince is good. <laughs> nah, Prince is awesome, man. Um, consistently did fantastic work throughout his whole career. Uh, I won't say that his latter albums were my favorites because they weren't, but there was still good music on them. I think the latter part of his career, he just he was just having fun. I think. Just... Uh, well, uh, to hear Kevin Smith tell it, he's got a vault full of right. Just 
albums upon albums of unreleased music and videos and all types of things. Which I think is great. I hope now that will become available to the public. Right. I wonder if Prince would have wanted that, though. No, he but wouldn't. I guess it doesn't matter at this point. He wouldn't, uh, but at the same time, the, I still want to hear Prince- it. I was talking to uh, Baby J the other night, a friend of ours, and uh, he was uh, saying, you know, when Robin Williams died, I was really upset about that. I'm not so uh, upset about this. I don't really care. And he's like, you know, everybody always wants to come out after somebody famous dies. Like, oh, it was a conspiracy or there was some controversy around it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, to understand what the controversy is about it, uh, Prince was a, a very outspoken Jehovah's Witness Christian. Uh, he was very anti-drugs. He was a vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this thing. And there, it is pointing to right now no official word but he overdosed on drugs and if that's the case that's very controversial right yeah yeah that's the thing like we don't exactly know what happened yet do we yeah as he said prince also threw incredible levels of shade at the public and news media yes that's that's probably my favorite thing about prince he like did not give a fuck fuck. i give a fuck I I read recently that when he did like magazine interviews, he mm. refused to let them record the interview. Yeah, like what? Good. And give him hell, Prince. I mean, like a lot of people like when he did the whole like change his name to a symbol thing. Mm-hmm. Like people made fun of him forever, and people still kind of make fun of it. But people don't really understand how gangster that was. Oh, dude! Like he fucking. And this, he did so many things like this. Like, he did, he changed his name so that he didn't have to, uh, like, be obligated to fulfill his contract because the name that he was wasn't on the contract anymore. That's right. They had to, they literally changed the way contracts work after that because he did that. And he did, like, I don't know. He did so much crazy shit like that, and it was awesome. No, he was awesome. And, you know, everybody was always like, oh, he's weird, and he's that. And I'm like, no, man. Fuck. Think about it. I mean, he was kind of weird. No, he was weird as fuck, <laughs> and he was pretentious as hell. <laughs> and I probably couldn't have been able to deal with him at all. But everything that he did, I agree yeah. with wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Like, if, if, that, if you want to treat the press that way, good. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, fuck the press. Uh, he fucking... Gave you great music to listen to, and that's all he owes you. He didn't even owe you that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, I, I always loved when he gave interviews and stuff, when he did, which is... I mean, back in the day, he did, he did it more. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, he didn't have to promote his albums. Yeah, he didn't He'd go on shit. tour and fucking sell out wherever the fuck he wanted to. No fucking man, dude. I think he just did shit sometimes just to see if he could get away with it. Because I, I remember there's one time where... Like, he became, or he, like, was, like, the number one, his album was, like, number one or something. But the reason it was number one is because he included the price of the album mm-hmm. in his, in the sale of his, one of his tickets, or the sale of his tickets on his tour. tour. And I was like, that's gangster as hell. Like, they, they changed the rules again after that. They changed how they count, counted albums after he did that. Like, he just fucking changed the game. So many times, you know, like Prince is the reason that CDs had parental advisory stickers stickers on them. Oh yeah, because of Darling Nikki, because some 
fucking parent found Darling Nikki and their child was listening to it and they complained. Like, that's like the reason. Personally, he, I don't care if he overdosed or not. I don't care about any of that junk. I've told you how I feel about celebrities. Entertain me. I don't give a fuck what you do in your personal life. Yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, you can't. There's, I mean, there's too much stuff going on in my own life for me to put energy into caring that much about some celebrity's life. Mm-hmm. Like you hear about people talking about how Prince transcended blackness, or like, like they don't, they want to, they don't want to identify him as a black person. That's stupid. It's like it's okay, man. You can like Prince. You don't have to claim him as your own. Just like oh, well, I, I... they did the same thing with Michael Jackson. It was easier yeah. with Michael Jackson because he didn't look black after after. Well, all done. Uh, the thing is, but, Michael Jackson was also nice, or not nice, but Michael Jackson uh, would play the part if needed to. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Prince was going to do his own fucking shit. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. Uh, but both of them, you know, always said, yeah, I'm a black man, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, like, well, Prince, uh, he, uh, he had a somewhat of a disdain for uh, white people. A not, disdain not, for white people? Not white women, of course, but... <laughs> Nah, he, uh, uh, um, apparently in his younger days, or with his, uh, even when he changed his name to Assemble, um, his uh, managers and producers were white, and they were trying to fuck him out of money. Well, fuck him. <laughs> I have a problem with white people. 98% <laughs> of the people that have tried to fuck me in my life have been white. Fuck him. <laughs> Speaking of the symbol, I love that fucking symbol-shaped guitar that he had. Mm-hmm. I want it. I don't know if there's if it's possible for me to obtain it, but I, I would like to have that. R.P. China too. Yeah. Casey will not let us forget that China died. Yeah, fucking China. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna do a tribute tonight to their own fucking raw. See, I, I um, I was thinking about when I was when we were talking about the podcast. I was like, am I going to talk about wrestling on the podcast? Because for those that don't know, I'm like a big WWE fan. Um, but most people aren't. <laughs> so I feel like talking about it on the podcast would be a bad idea. So I'm probably not going to talk about it that much. But I guess when something makes major news like that, then. I, my only concern is that there's so many podcasts dedicated to yeah, dedicated to wrestling. But I don't mind talking about it if something dope happens. Like, Payback will be next weekend. And we're going to watch that. I don't know if we'll do this. Well, I guess we'll talk about it on Monday when, when we come back. Uh, uh, give you all the Maybe. results of that. We'll see. I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that people care. <laughs> like, Casey will care, and he'll be hyped, but he'll be the only one. <laughs> Bring Casey in for ten minutes to talk about wrestling. <laughs> so what do you think about um, Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill? It has been announced by the Secretary Treasury that Harry Tubman is going to be replace Andrew Jackson on the twenty dollar bill. Uh, actually, there's going to be a picture of Andrew Jackson on the back. I think twenty twenty is like the hundred year anniversary of women's suffrage, so they're supposed to be. Um, I think they're just gonna. I don't know if it's going to be permanent, but they're going to do like 
on the back of like the five or something they're gonna put like sojourner truth and like sojourner truth. susan b anthony or somebody on there but yeah i mean i'm <clears throat> i'm completely okay with replacing andrew jackson with tubman sure um i have to admit i don't i don't walk around that pissed off that andrew jackson is on my money it's not a thing that i think about but if you really like look up the history of andrew jackson it's it's not it's not really a good look for him uh if you look up the history of all founding well, fathers that's the problem they're terrible people that's the problem they're old white men this and is the old problem. white men are terrible. At, at some point, I mean, obviously, we want to remember history and remember the people that shaped our country. But at some point, we have to decide what what do we want our, to symbolize America and who do we want to symbolize America? And I feel like you can't be like, OK, yeah, this guy that's responsible for like the genocide of slaves and Native Americans, that's who we want. That's who we want people to think of when we think of America. I feel like at the end of the day, someday that has to change. And now is as good a time as good a time as any. I mean, he obviously we wouldn't recognize him if he didn't have any positive accomplishments. Like he, you know, he led America in to victory in war. He um, founded the Democratic Party, if I'm not mistaken. But. He also like owned and murdered slaves and yeah, en- enacted terrible, legislation terrible that. So, is that what we want America to be remembered for, or not? And I'm okay with it personally. I think it's good. A lot of people aren't okay with it though. I I don't know why anybody would care. <laughs> Who the fuck is that much of a fan of Andrew fucking Jackson? Why do you think that people care? Because well, I, a lot I, of people care. I, I would understand people care. More about having a black woman on the the twenty dollar bill than not having and than having Andrew Jackson replaced. Nobody gives a fuck about Andrew Jackson. <laughs> People give a fuck about Harriet Tubman being on there. That's what the issue is. Let's call it what it is. So, do you think if, for example, they invented a forty dollar bill and put Harriet Tubman on it and left everything else the same, you think no one would complain about that? Yeah, somebody would complain about it. I mean, do you think it would be as controversial as this is? Uh, I don't think this is that as controversial. But uh, maybe not. Sometimes, but at the, the same media time, overplays things. No, they do. But I, like, like I said, you got to be like really fucking hardcore racist. And believe me, there are some really hardcore racists out there to give a fuck about this. So, I, I look at it as kind of pandering myself. The Harriet Tubman thing? Yeah. Pandering to what? To the black community. I don't know. I mean... I mean, maybe. But the thing is, when you say pandering, you, it, it implies that the black community doesn't necessarily deserve that mm, not not saying that at all what i'm saying is that they're rushing all this out there and putting all new faces on money and everything mm-hmm. and i'm like that's that's fucking great i mean if you want to fucking change take off some slave traders off the money that's fucking great i love that um 
put whoever you want on there, but it seems like why are they doing it now? They should have. Well, the reason the hair. The, the, the problem is this: the change should not be oh we've got too many white people. Let's put more black people on there. The problem should be is oh we've got a bunch of racists on our money. <laughs> Let's change that shit. Well, I think that's part of it. But no, actually, the reason that this hap- is happening now is because literally a group of people started a movement to get a woman on our currency. Yeah. And, and they picked Harry Tubman. And I think that's even more of the important issue. Right. But that's the issue that'll be overlooked. Because it doesn't matter that she's a woman. And it's, it matters that she's black. I. I, I think it matters that she's a woman. I, no, it does, and that's that's the most positive thing about it. I'm just talking about anyone caring about it. Like, that would be, oh, I don't like that. I think the fact, I think if it was a white woman, people would still be upset. Really? Yeah. You think if they put freaking... Maybe not as upset, who, but... Who sewed the fucking flag up, or whatever the fuck her name was? Like... Betsy Ross, Ross or, or some yeah. shit. I, if you put Betsy Ross on there, I don't think anybody would say a motherfucking thing. You could be right, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering is how how far are people going to take the activism? Are people are racists going to refuse to carry twenties now? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> like you. You got to have some conviction. Most, most ATMs force you to get twenties, dog. You can be oh, looking yeah. at. You're gonna be looking at Tubman's face. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even mad at at what who's on our money, really, except Andrew Jackson. And like I said, it's not. I don't lose sleep over it. But you you can make a very strong case for George Washington. George Washington being on our money. You can make a strong case for Lincoln being on our money. You can even make a strong case for Hamilton being on our money because he like started the treasury. Yeah. So he's like literally the money guy. You can make a strong case for Franklin. You, I feel like Jackson is where it becomes shaky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can make a case. It's like they just needed somebody. It must have been his birthday or something. <laughs> but it's it's just it just reflects the way we used to look at history. Um because Andrew Jackson is considered by history to be a great president. Like I read somewhere what, that what he, did he do? Killed he, a bunch of Indians and shit. Yeah. Well, that's a he. Well, he uh, he basically enacted law that was like, uh, you can't stay here, or you're gonna die. And to that's the what, Indians. Yeah, and that's what led to the Trail of Tears. And also, he. Um, that's a great man right there. But he like formed the Democratic Party. He, or he was one of the founders of the Democratic Party, and he was a war hero. You know, he fought against the British. We got to stop taking this war hero thing. Well, that's when that, that's how we used to look at history. No, and we still do. Like even when people run for presidents, and they have, yeah, like when John McCain was running, he was a war hero. War hero. Look, I know that there's probably some crazy head-busting motherfuckers over there that'll get you out of the most <laughs> gully situations over in Afghanistan that you won't by your side in a foxhole fucking throwing grenades at people. That you wouldn't let borrow $20, let alone run your fucking country. 
We have got to got to stop using that fucking term war hero to amount as oh they're a good person. Yeah, I, I just mean, because you did some righteous shit does not like cover over all the horrible, horrible other things that you've done. I agree, but that's just you know that I think that's one of the things that defines America. That's sort of what is valued in our culture, and I think that's one of the things that needs to shift, like. Even even Harriet Tubman could be argued as a war hero because she fought in wars and she led like a troop or something. Mm-hmm. So that's just what we value. That's what we think is awesome. I guess we can talk about the last thing on my list, which is the uh, Snapchat thing. So like they released a filter on Snapchat on 420 where you could put make yourself look like Bob Marley, really, basically, and. Um, a lot of people didn't like it because they said that it was racist and it was black digital blackface. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. <laughs> it looked weird. I, like it didn't necessarily look blackfaced. It looked like I don't know. It looked like monster face and then like dreads coming out. I think I only saw one picture of it though. Yeah. I so mean, they basically look the same. They all look the same. I don't I'm I'm sort of conflicted about this because I don't like I really don't care and I feel like <laughs> I feel like other people shouldn't care but at the same time I think that blackface can be a problem just because there's a historical basis for it mm-hmm. but I I don't find myself caring about this and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think about if I should care. <laughs> All right, so this is it? Yeah, it did change their skin color. Yeah, but not overtly. Not, not drastically. But the thing about Bob Marley, he's, he wasn't a very dark-skinned man to it's begin true. with. That's true. But it, uh, it did darken your skin yes, color. Yes, it does. Bit. And it is, I guess, quote-unquote, blackface. Um, but if you're supposed to, does it even uh, look like Bob Marley? Not really. Like a generic. It black looks guy? like a, I guess you can't. An Asian brown man. I don't know. <laughs> Look, uh, if you're on Snapchat, you have way more problems than blackface. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like Snapchat. I don't know how to do the snaps. I'm sorry. I mean, at the end of the day, Snapchat should have known better. Um, don't do things that you know make people look like a, a race because mm-hmm. that's that's just not gonna fly. But since it was supposed to be a specific person, or at least that's what they claim. That's, like, and that, I think that what it bo- that's what it boils down to. They're not like, oh, we're going to make you look Rastafarian or whatever. Oh, we're going to make you look like Bob Marley. Or yeah. we're going to make you look like Harrison Ford. We're going to make you look like Morgan right. Freeman. I don't know. Because that's the thing. Like, people, like, people will always bring up like Halloween costumes and stuff. Like I, I've always said like if you, if you think, or if you want to dress up like, and a Native American, to me that's like that's not that's kind of fucked up because that's like a race of people. That's like saying I'm gonna dress up as a black person for Halloween. But if you say I want to dress up as Pocahontas, that's a specific character, and to me that's fine because that's a character. I mean, to honestly, Pocahontas doesn't have a really like definite look so it'd be hard to convince people that that's what you're doing mm-hmm. but if that's literally what you were doing 
I don't have a problem with that. You have to just think about how you're going to be perceived. I think that's what matters most. Like, I don't really care that much about trying to find the rules of what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. Like, that's less interesting to me than just try not to do things that you that you know people are going to be pissed off yeah. about. I, if it doesn't hurt you to not do it. There's really only two things that... I, when it gets down to it, I really want people to be less sensitive and to stop being so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just... If you're doing something... And you don't take like five minutes, or not even five. If you don't take five seconds to say, "Wow, could this be perceived as fucked up?" Yeah. And even if it can, you can still fucking do it. It don't matter. Yeah. That, and that's the just thing. Just understand that if you don't care, then there's nothing I could say to you. Well, this is the, no. This is the problem. If you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah. But understand that there are certain there are repercussions that come with your actions. Right. And that's nope. what that's what pr- people don't understand. People don't understand that their actions have consequences. And I don't know why fuckers haven't been exactly. taught that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I always say, like, my, like, most of my videos uh, suggest that you be nice to people. But that, Im- that assumes that you value being nice to people. Some people don't value being nice to people, and uh, my videos aren't for those people. So, and it... it you know, some people think that their principles override other people's feelings, which I can't, I don't agree with that, but that's, I can't say anything to those people. Like, I, I had a conversation with someone recently about the Confederate flag. Now, a lot of people honestly and genuinely mean no racism when they display the Confederate flag. But at the same time, a lot of people get pissed off when they see the Confederate flag. So, knowing that, if you know that people see that and they get mad and you still do it, okay, that you, you, you accepted that consequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say if you value not pissing people off, then you shouldn't wear a Confederate flag because you're probably going to piss someone off if you do. <laughs> so. Uh, agree. Um, but like I said, don't be afraid to live your life. You want to do something, fucking do it. Just know that there are consequences. Yeah, it's not, it's, and people are fucking sensitive all over the fucking world. Right. And I, I mean, I've talked so much about being politically correct and things like that. And I, I always say it's everyone has responsibilities on both sides of the coin. There's we have responsibility to, you know, try to be nice to people and try to be considerate. But at the same time, we also have a responsibility to. Uh, Try to understand where other people are coming from. Try not to overreact to things and try mm-hmm. to be, try to consider the context of what other people are doing. So it's not just one person. It's both people and all people have responsibilities. I was telling you about a friend I had that went, uh, well, he was having lunch with his family and uh, he posted a picture on on uh, Facebook telling this story about how he walked into the restaurant and this drunk guy came up to him and he was like, oh, you support Trump. That shirt's awful. You support Trump, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And he was just drunk. (laughs) And he was like, he was not being like ultra physical with him, but at one point he was drunk and he grabbed onto him. And my friend just punched him and lit him up. 
and they took the drunk guy out of there and he was like uh he was posting a picture he's like yeah i just had to beat this dude up that was assaulting me over my donald trump shirt and he showed a picture of his shirt and it said triumph <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, it wasn't even a Donald Trump. Shirt. Triumph. That's hilarious. I love the Confederate flag. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I think it looks fucking dope. <laughs> it's a cool looking flag, bro. Out of all the flags that there are, it's a fucking cool looking flag. It's a good color scheme on it. Fucking stars and an X, bro. What the fuck? That's fucking dope. Well, I mean. And, but some motherfuckers had to go ruin that shit. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and ra- wrap this up, guys. Appreciate you guys for coming to the first episode of our show. Hope it was okay. Um, and you can just, if you have any feedback or like suggestions, please let me know for sure. You can uh, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter, or you can email me hello at the one janitor.com. Um, also, if you want to support the podcast in a more like monetary way, um, you can check the description for the link to the Patreon for this second channel. And uh, that would help out a lot. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, you have anything, any last words for the... No, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. I had a good time. We'll be back on Monday. Um, this is Chad and Kev signing out. Bye. Say, say, say.